Faith, Hope and Love, episode 163, The Feast of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, Year C. On this Feast of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, Corpus Christi, we celebrate the wonderful self-giving of Christ to the world, handed over to us from the generations of disciples, originally handed down by our Lord Himself. The sacrament of the Eucharist which makes Christ and his saving love present to us here and now. As one of the Eucharistic prayers so beautifully puts it, by the offering of his body, Christ brought the sacrifices of old to fulfilment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to the Father for our salvation, he showed himself to be the priest, the altar and the lamb of sacrifice. This is Faith, Hope and Love. People face to face, no longer partly, but fully known and loved. For faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest one is love. He fed them with the finest wheat and satisfied them with honey from the rock. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and may God's spirit of fortitude and self-control abide with us on this feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ, also known as Corpus Christi. We unite our mind and heart to reflect upon the Holy Scriptures and praise God for His goodness. Coming together as God's family, let us call to mind our sins. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned against you. Show us, O Lord, your mercy and grant us your salvation. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good sins of the world 
O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood, that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 14, verses 18 to 20. In those days, after Abram's return, King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed Abram and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth. And blessed be God, Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him one-tenth of everything. The Word of the Lord You are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. The Lord's revelation to my master, sit on my right. Your foes I will put beneath your feet. The Lord will yield from Zion your scepter of power, rule in the midst of all your foes. A prince from the day of your birth on the holy mountains, from the womb before the dawn, I begot you. The Lord has sworn an oath he will not change. You are a priest for ever a priest like Melchizedek of old. You are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Word of the Lord
Alleluja, Alleluja, Alleluja. I am the living bread of heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. Alleluja, Alleluja, Alleluja. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 9, verses 11 to 17. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. And Jesus said to his disciples, Make the people sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, and blessed and broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And all ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up, Twelve baskets of broken pieces. The Gospel of the Lord. This is such a beautiful feast day, the body and blood of Christ. The Eucharist is so central to our church and to our faith. A priest I worked with once described regular Eucharist as like the piers on a bridge. The length of the bridge represents the journey of our daily and weekly lives. The upward supporting pylons of the bridge is what supports the length of the bridge to keep the whole thing standing. Similar to the image of the bridge, we need Eucharist as our weekly, and for many, a daily support along the whole length of our life journey, lest the whole thing caves in under pressure. It's so fitting to be celebrating this feast a couple of weekends after many young people in our parish have celebrated their first Holy Communion. And around this time, many parishes around the nation and the world are doing so at the same time. Once Confirmation and Communion is received, the children have then been fully initiated into the life of the Church. And the action that completes their full initiation is that they receive Holy Communion. By receiving Holy Communion, they are truly one with Jesus, united with God and united with all of us. We are truly in communion of heart, mind and soul with God and one another. I love to tell the First Communion candidates that First Communion is truly a very special moment. And there's only one thing better than First Holy Communion, and that is Second Holy Communion. And there's only one thing better than Second Holy Communion, and that is Third, and so on. This sacrament makes the best sense when it's the beginning of a pattern for one's weekly life. And most certainly may it not be the first and last time one comes to Communion. And may it not be the first 
of a rare series of times when one occasionally comes up to communion. Eucharist is participating in the fullness of our membership as the body of Christ, as disciples of Jesus. God comes to us in a touchable, tangible form. And that is a gift of priceless value that we cherish by participating in regularly. I remember when I was only about five or six in church at Canberra. And by the way, my earliest memories of church was not in a church. In Canberra in the 70s, they didn't have many churches at all. There were many growing areas and new areas. So we had mass at the local school assembly hall which was transformed into a church for the Sunday Masses. God was present in the midst of the church, literally the ecclesia, the people of God, gathered by God. The only permanent piece of furniture at that time was a tabernacle, built into a wall and kept safely locked to store the Blessed Sacrament. I remember as a six-year-old being in awe and wonder about the Mass. Even then I knew that Jesus came to us in a real way during the Mass and made his home in our hearts. Though I got a little confused about how this happened, as I was too young to receive communion at the time, I somewhat confusedly thought that Jesus was released into our hearts when they went and opened the tabernacle at communion time. As a child I thought that Jesus was in there locked away and at communion time they'd go and unlock the tabernacle and Jesus would fly out and fill our hearts. Well, I didn't connect that the host given and the chalice given to people was Jesus truly coming into our hearts in a real way, as real nourishment. But it is wonderful to see how a child's mind works. It's wonderful too that God knows we're physical beings who need tangible ways of connecting to God who is much bigger than we can see or touch. So our Lord gives us the gift and mystery of his body and blood real food and real drink for our spiritual journey and to connect us to Christ in a real way. The other thing I remember as a little child was the words of the priest. He'd say, the Lord be with you. And we would reply at that time, and also with you. Now, of course, we say, and with your spirit. Then the priest would say, lift up your hearts, as we still do today. And I, as a six-year-old, would strain to lift up my chest as high as I could. I really wanted to lift up my heart to the Lord so very high. Even as adults, we want to lift up our hearts and lives to the Lord. We've so much to be grateful for, including our families and friends and fellow parish members, who by their lives and their example have done what St. Paul so beautifully wrote in this weekend's second reading, We hand on to you what we in turn have had handed on to us, the message of Jesus. The gift of Holy Communion and the proclamation of our membership as God's sons and daughters. May the blessings of the sacrament fill our hearts and lives, so that what we profess with our lips will be proclaimed by the loving ways we live our daily lives. We become what we eat. As we take in the body and blood of Christ, we become more and more the body of Christ, a real sacrament and a sign of God's constant care and presence among us always. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. When the crowds came to our Lord, he did not turn them away, but he fed those who were hungry. In our prayer, as in our daily life, let us never ignore others in need. For the Church, that our sharing in the body and blood of Christ may help us to be more united in our faith and in our love for one another. Lord, hear us. For Christians in our world who are unable to celebrate or receive the Eucharist each Sunday, that they may find nourishment and hope in the Word of God. Lord, hear us. For those in our world who are affected by disease and famine, that Christians and people of goodwill everywhere may come to their aid in the most effective, practical ways possible. Lord, hear us. For all who hunger, refugees, orphans, the lonely, the abused, the disabled, that they may find the love of Christ and his people through our care. Lord, hear us. For all who are suffering ill health, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For our faithful departed, that as they receive the Eucharist faithfully in this world, they may be welcomed to the heavenly feasts, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of life and love, you satisfy hungry hearts. In your compassion, we humbly ask you to grant our requests. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in these offerings we here present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest, who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice, and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. 
And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him, says the Lord. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity in that share of your divine life which is foreshadowed in this present age by our reception of your precious body and blood who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. That brings our time of reflection and prayer and praise to an end for this week. May God's grace strengthen your love, hope and faith and may God's love surprise you even in the trials and challenges of this week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. 
Faith, Hope and Love theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you. Thank you.